Ivan Zarevich, The Firebird, and The Grey Wolf, by Jeremiah Curtin, read by Jonathan Chasse. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. In a certain kingdom, in a certain land, lived Tsar Vizlav Andronovich. He had three sons, Dmitri Tsarevich, Vasily Tsarevich, and Ivan Tsarevich. Tsar Vizlav had a garden so rich that in no land was there better. In the garden grew many precious trees, with fruit and without fruit. Tsar Vizlav had one favorite apple tree, and on that tree grew apples all golden. The firebird used to fly to the garden of Tsar Vizlav. She had wings of gold and eyes like the crystals of the east, and she used to fly to that garden every night, sit on the favorite apple tree, pluck from it golden apples, and then fly away. The Tsar grieved greatly over that apple tree, because the firebird plucked from it many apples. Therefore he called his three sons and said, My dear children, whichever one of you can catch the firebird in my garden and take her alive, to him I will give during my life one half of the kingdom, and at my death I will give it all. Then the sons cried out in one voice, Gracious Sovereign, our father, we will try with great pleasure to take the firebird alive. The first night Dmitri Tsarevich went to watch in the garden, and sat under the apple tree from which the firebird had been plucking the apples. He fell asleep and did not hear the firebird when she came, nor when she plucked many apples. Next morning, Tsar Vizlav called his son Dmitri Tsarevich and asked, Well, my dear son, hast thou seen the firebird? No, gracious sovereign, my father, she came not last night. The next night, Vasily Tsarevich went to the garden to watch the firebird. He sat under the same apple tree, and in a couple of hours fell asleep so soundly that he did not hear the firebird when she came, nor when she plucked apples. Next morning, Tsar Vizlav called him and asked, Well, my dear son, hast thou seen the firebird? Gracious sovereign, my father, she came not last night. The third night, Ivan Zarevich went to watch in the garden, and sat under the same apple tree. He sat an hour, a second, and a third. All at once the whole garden was lighted up as if by many fires. The firebird flew hither, perched on the apple tree, and began to pluck apples. Ivan stole up to her so warily that he caught her tail, but he could not hold the bird. She tore off, flew away, and there remained in the hand of Ivan Tsarevich but one feather of the tail, which he held very firmly. Next morning, the moment Tsar Vizlav woke from his sleep, Ivan Tsarevich went to him and gave him the feather of the firebird. The Tsar was greatly delighted that his youngest son had been able to get even one feather of the firebird. This feather was so wonderful and bright that when carried into a dark chamber, it shone as if a great multitude of tapers were lighted in that place. Tsar Vizlav put the feather in his cabinet as a thing to be guarded forever. From that time forth, the firebird flew to the garden no more. Tsar Vizlav again called his sons and said, My dear children, I give you my blessing. Set out, find the firebird, and bring her to me alive. 
and what I promised at first he will surely receive who brings me the bird. Dmitri and Vasily Tsarevich began to cherish hatred against their youngest brother because he had pulled the feather from the tail of the firebird. They took their father's blessing, and both went to find the firebird. Ivan Tsarevich, too, began to beg his father's blessing. The Tsar said to him, My dear son, my darling child, thou art still young, unused to such a long and difficult journey. Why shouldst thou part from me? Thy brothers have gone. Now, if thou goest too, and all three of you fail to return for a long time, I am old and walk under God. And if during your absence the Lord takes my life, who would rule in my place? There might be a rebellion too, or disagreement among our people. There would be no one to stop it. Or, if an enemy should invade our land, there would be no one to command our men. But no matter how the Tsar tried to detain Ivan Tsarevich, he could not avoid letting him go at his urgent prayer. Ivan Tsarevich took a blessing of his father, chose a horse, and rode away. He rode on, not knowing himself whither. Riding by a path by the road, whether it was near or far, high or low, a tale is soon told, but a deed's not soon done. At last he came to the green meadows. In the open field a pillar stands, and on the pillar these words are written, Whoever goes from this pillar straight forward will be hungry and cold. Whoever goes to the right hand will be healthy and well, but his horse will be dead. Whoever goes to the left hand will be killed himself, but his horse will be living and well. Ivan read the inscription, and went to the right hand, holding in his mind that though his horse might be killed, he would remain alive, and might in time get another horse. He rode one day, a second, and a third. All at once an enormous gray wolf came out against him and said, Oh, is that thou tender youth Ivan Zarevich? Thou hast read on the pillar that thy horse will be dead. Why hast thou come hither then? The wolf said these words, tore Ivan Zarevich's horse in two, and went to one side. Ivan grieved greatly for his horse. He cried bitterly and went forward on foot. He walked all day and was unspeakably tired. He was going to sit down and rest, when all at once the gray wolf caught up with him and said, I am sorry for thee, Ivan Zarevich. Thou art tired from walking. I am sorry that I ate thy good steed. Well, sit on me, the old wolf, and tell me whither to bear thee, and why. Ivan Zarevich told the gray wolf whither he had to go, and the gray wolf shot ahead with him swifter than a horse. After a time, just at nightfall, he brought Ivan Zarevich to a stone wall not very high, halted, and said, Now, Ivan Zarevich, come down from the gray wolf, climb over that stone wall. On the other side is a garden, and in the garden the firebird in a golden cage. Take the firebird, but touch not the cage. If thou takest the cage, thou'lt not escape. They will seize thee straight away. Ivan Tsarevich climbed over the wall into the garden, saw the firebird in the golden cage, and was greatly tempted by the cage. He took the bird out and was going back, but changed his mind and thought, Why have I taken the bird without a cage? Where can I put her? He returned 
but had barely taken down the cage when there was a hammering and thundering throughout the whole garden, for there were wires attached to the cage. The watchman woke up at that moment, ran to the garden, caught Ivan Tsarevich with the firebird, and took him to the Tsar, who was called Dolmat. Tsar Dolmat was terribly enraged at Ivan, and shouted at him in loud, angry tones, Is it not a shame for thee, young man, to steal? But who art thou? Of what land? Of what father a son? And how do they call thee by name? Ivan Tsarevich replied, I am from Vizla's kingdom, the son of Tsar Vizlav Andronovich, and they call me Ivan Tsarevich. Thy firebird used to fly to our garden each night and pluck golden apples from my father's favorite apple tree and destroyed almost the whole tree. Therefore my father has sent me to find the firebird and bring it to him. O oh, youthful young man, Ivan Tsarevich, said Tsar Dolmat, is it fitting to do as thou hast done? Thou shouldest come to me, and I would have given thee the firebird with honor. But now will it be well for thee when I send to all lands to declare how dishonorably thou hast acted in my kingdom? Listen, however, Ivan Tsarevich, if thou wilt do me a service, if thou wilt go beyond the thrice ninth land to the thirteenth kingdom, and get for me from Tsar Afrin the golden-maned steed, I will forgive thy offense, and give thee the firebird with great honor. If not, I will publish in all the kingdoms that thou art a dishonorable thief. Ivan Tsarevich went away from Tsar Dolmat in great grief, promising to obtain for him the golden-maned steed. He came to the gray wolf and told him all that Tsar Dolmat had said. Oh, is that thou, youthful young man, Ivan Tsarevich? Why didst thou disobey my words and take the golden cage? I have offended in thy sight, said Ivan to the gray wolf. Well, let that go. Sit on me, and I will take thee wherever thou wilt. Ivan Tsarevich sat on the back of the gray wolf. The wolf was as swift as an arrow, and ran, whether it was long or short, till he came at last to the kingdom of Tsar Afrin in the night time. Coming to the white-walled stables, the gray wolf said, Go, Ivan Tsarevich, into these white-walled stables, the grooms on guard are sleeping soundly, and take the golden-maned steed. On the wall hangs a golden bridle, but take not the bridle, or it will go ill with thee. Ivan Tsarevich entered the white-walled stables, took the steed, and was coming back. But he saw on the walls the golden bridle, and was so tempted that he took it from the nail. That moment there went a thunder and a noise throughout the stables, because strings were tied to the bridle. The grooms on guard woke up that moment, rushed in, seized Ivan Tsarevich, and took him to Tsar Afrin. Tsar Afrin began to question him, O youthful young man, tell me from what land thou art, of what father a son, and how do they call thee by name? To this Ivan Tsarevich replied, I am from Vizlav's kingdom, the son of Tsar Vizlav and they call me Ivan Tsarevich. O oh, youthful young man, Ivan Tsarevich, said Tsar Afrin, was that which thou hast done the deed of an honorable knight? I would have given thee the golden maned steed with honor. Will it be well for thee when I send to all lands a declaration of how dishonorably thou hast acted in my kingdom? Hear me, however, Ivan Tsarevich, if thou wilt do me a service and go beyond the thrice ninth land to the thirteenth kingdom, and bring to me Princess Yelena the Beautiful, with whom I am in love, heart and soul, 
for a long time, but whom I cannot obtain, I will pardon thy offence, and give thee the golden mane steed with honour. And if thou wilt not do me this service, I will declare in all lands that thou art a dishonourable thief. Ivan Zarevich promised Tsar Afrin to bring Yelena the Beautiful, left the palace, and fell to crying bitterly. He came to the grey wolf, and told him all that had happened. O oh, Ivan Tsarevich, thou youthful young man, said the grey wolf, why didst thou disobey me and take the golden bridle? I have offended in thy sight, said Ivan Tsarevich. Well, let that go, replied the wolf. Sit on me, I will take thee wherever need be. Ivan Tsarevich sat on the back of the grey wolf, who ran as swiftly as an arrow flies, and he ran in such fashion as to be told in a tale no long time. And at last he came to the kingdom of Yelena the Beautiful. Coming to the golden fence which surrounded her wonderful garden, the wolf said, Now, Ivan Tsarevich, come down from me, and go back by the same road along which we came, and wait in the field, under the green oak. Ivan Tsarevich went where he was commanded, but the grey wolf sat near the golden fence, and waited till Yelena the Beautiful should walk in the garden. Toward evening, when the sun was sinking low in the west, therefore it was not very warm in the air, Princess Yelena went to walk in the garden with her maidens and court ladies. When she entered the garden and approached the place where the grey wolf was sitting behind the fence, he jumped out suddenly, caught the princess, sprang back again, and bore her away with all his power and might. He came to the green oak in the open field where Ivan Tsarevich was waiting, and said, Ivan Tsarevich, sit on me quickly. Ivan sat on him, and the grey wolf bore them both along swiftly to the kingdom of Tsar Efren. The nurses and maidens and all the court ladies who had been walking in the garden with the princess Yelena the Beautiful ran straight away to the palace and sent pursuers to overtake the grey wolf. But no matter how they ran, they could not overtake him, and turned back. Ivan Tsarevich, while sitting on the grey wolf with Princess Yelena the Beautiful, came to love her with his heart, and she, Ivan Tsarevich. And when the grey wolf arrived at the kingdom of Tsar Afrin, Ivan Tsarevich had to take Yelena the Beautiful to the palace and give her to Tsar Afrin. He grew very sad, and began to weep tearfully. What art thou weeping for, Ivan Tsarevich? asked the grey wolf. My friend, why should I, good youth, not weep? I have formed a heartfelt love for Yelena the Beautiful, and now I must give her to Tsar Afrin for the golden mane steed, and if I yield her not, then Tsar Afrin will dishonor me in all lands. I have served thee much, Ivan Tsarevich, said the grey wolf, and I will do yet this service. Listen to me. I will turn myself into a princess, Yelena the Beautiful. Do thou give me to Tsar Afrin, and take from him the golden-maned steed. He will think me the real princess. And when thou art sitting on the steed, and riding far away, I will beg of Tsar Afrin permission to walk in the open field. When he lets me go with the maidens and nurses and all the court ladies, and I am with them in the open field, remember me, and I will come to thee. The grey wolf spoke these words, struck the damp earth, and became a princess, Yelena the Beautiful, so that it was not possible in any way to know that the wolf was not the princess. Ivan Tsarevich told Yelena the Beautiful to wait outside the town, and took the grey wolf to the palace of Tsar Afrin. 
When Ivan Zarevich came with a pretended Yelena the Beautiful, Tsar Afrin was greatly delighted in his heart that he had received a treasure which he had long desired. He took the false maiden and gave Ivan Zarevich the golden-maned steed. Ivan Zarevich mounted the steed and rode out of the town, seated Yelena the Beautiful with him, and rode on, holding his way toward the kingdom of Tsar Dolmat. The Grey Wolf lived with Tsar Afrin a day, a second and a third, instead of Yelena the Beautiful. On the fourth day he went to Tsar Afrin, begging to go out in the open field to walk, to drive away cruel grief and sorrow. Then Tsar Afrin said, O oh, my beautiful Princess Yelena, I will do everything for thee. I will let thee go out to the open field to walk. And straightway he commanded the nurses, the maidens, and all the court ladies to go to the open field and walk with the beautiful princess. Ivan Zarevich was riding along his road and path with Yelena the Beautiful, talking with her, and he had forgotten about the gray wolf, but afterward remembered, Oh, where is my gray wolf? All at once, from wherever he came, the wolf stood before Ivan and said, Ivan Zarevich, sit on me, the gray wolf, and let the beautiful princess ride on the golden-maned steed. Ivan Zarevich sat on the gray wolf, and they went toward the kingdom of Tsar Dolmat. Whether they journeyed long or short, when they had come to the kingdom, they stopped about three versts from the capital town, and Ivan Zarevich began to implore, Listen to me, gray wolf, my dear friend. Thou hast shown me many a service. Show me the last one now, and the last one is this. Couldst thou not turn to a golden-maned steed instead of this one? For I do not like to part with this horse. Suddenly the gray wolf struck the damp earth and became a golden-maned steed. Ivan Sarevich, leaving Princess Yelena in the green meadow, sat on the gray wolf and went to the palace of Tsar Dolmat. The moment he came, Tsar Dolmat saw that Ivan Sarevich was riding on the golden-maned steed, and he rejoiced greatly. Straight away he went out of the palace, met the Tsarevich in the broad court, kissed him, took him by the right hand, and led him into the white stone chambers. Tsar Dolmat, on the occasion of such joy, gave orders for a feast, and they sat at the oaken table at the spread cloth. They ate, they drank, they amused themselves, and rejoiced exactly two days, and on the third day Tsar Dolmat gave Ivan Zarevich the firebird together with a golden cage. Ivan took the firebird, went outside the town, sat on the golden mane steed together with Yelena the Beautiful, and went toward his own native place, towards the kingdom of Tsar Vislav. Tsar Dolmat, the next day, thought to take a ride through the open field on his golden mane steed. He ordered them to saddle him. He sat on the horse and rode to the open field. The moment he urged the horse, the horse threw Tsar Dolmat off his back, became the gray wolf as before, ran off, and came up with Ivan Tsarevich. Ivan Tsarevich, he said, sit on me, the gray wolf, and let Yelena the Beautiful ride on the golden maned steed. Ivan sat on the gray wolf, and they went their way. When the gray wolf had brought Ivan to the place where he had torn his horse, he stopped and said, I have served thee sufficiently, with faith and truth. On this spot I tore thy horse in two. To this spot I have brought thee. Come down from me, the gray wolf. Thou hast a golden maned steed. Sit on him, and go wherever thou hast need. I am no longer thy servant. The gray wolf said these words and ran to one side. Ivan wept bitterly for the gray wolf, 
and went on with the beautiful princess. Whether he rode long or short with the beautiful princess, when he was within twenty versts of his own kingdom, he stopped, dismounted, and he and the beautiful princess rested from the heat of the sun under a tree. He tied the golden-maned steed to the same tree and put the cage of the firebird by his side. Lying on the soft grass, they talked pleasantly and fell soundly asleep. At that time, the brothers of Ivan Tsarevich, Dmitri and Vasily Tsarevich, after traveling through many lands without finding the firebird, were on their way home with empty hands and came unexpectedly upon their brother with a beautiful princess. Seeing the golden-maned steed and the firebird in the cage, they were greatly tempted and thought of killing their brother Ivan. Dmitri took his own sword out of the scabbard, stabbed Ivan Tsarevich, and cut him to pieces. Then he roused the beautiful princess and asked, Beautiful maiden, of what land art thou? Of what father a daughter? And how do they call thee by name? The beautiful princess, seeing Ivan Tsarevich dead, was terribly frightened. She began to shed bitter tears, and in her tears she said, I am Princess Yelena the Beautiful, Ivan Tsarevich, whom ye have given to a cruel death, got me. If ye were good knights, ye would have gone with him into the open field and conquered him there. But ye killed him when asleep, and what fame will ye receive for yourselves? A sleeping man is the same as a dead one. Then Dmitri Tsarevich put his sword to the heart of Yelena the Beautiful and said, Hear me, Yelena the Beautiful, thou art now in our hands. We will take thee to our father, Tsar Vislav. Thou wilt tell him that we got thee, and the firebird, and the golden-maned steed. If not, we will give thee to death this minute. The princess, afraid of death, promised them, and swore by everything sacred that she would speak as commanded. Then they began to cast lots, who should have Yelena the beautiful, and who the golden-maned steed. And the lot fell that the princess should go to Vasily, and the golden-maned steed, to Dmitri. Then Vasily Tsarevich took the princess and placed her on his horse. Dmitri sat on the golden-maned steed and took the firebird to give to their father, Tsar Vislav, and they went on their way. Ivan Tsarevich lay dead on that spot exactly thirty days. Then the gray wolf ran up, knew Ivan by his odor, wanted to aid him to bring him to life, but knew not how. Just then the gray wolf saw a raven with two young ones who were flying above the body and wanted to eat the flesh of Ivan Tsarevich. The wolf hid behind a bush, and when the young ravens had come down and were ready to eat the body, he sprang out, caught one, and was going to tear it in two. Then the raven came down, sat a little way from the gray wolf, and said, O oh, gray wolf, touch not my young child, it has done nothing to thee. Listen to me, raven, said the gray wolf, I will not touch thy child. I will let it go unharmed and well, if thou wilt do me a service. Fly beyond the thrice ninth land to the thirteenth kingdom, and bring me the water of death and the water of life. I will do that, but touch not my son. Having said these words, the raven flew away, and soon disappeared from sight. On the third day the raven returned, bringing two vials, in one the water of life, in the other the water of death, and gave them both to the gray wolf. The wolf took the vials, tore the young raven in two, sprinkled it with the water of death. The little raven grew together. 
he sprinkled it with the water of life, and the raven sprang up and flew away. The gray wolf sprinkled Ivan Zarevich with the water of death. His body grew together. He sprinkled it with the water of life. Ivan Zarevich stood up and exclaimed, Oh, how long I have slept! Thou wouldst have slept forever had it not been for me. Thy brothers cut thee to pieces, and carried off Princess Yelena with the golden-maned steed and the firebird. Now hurry with all speed to thy own country. Vasily Tsarevich will marry thy bride today. To reach home quickly, sit on me. I will bear thee. Ivan sat on the gray wolf. The wolf ran with him to the kingdom of Tsar Vizlav, and whether it was long or short, he ran to the edge of the town. Ivan sprang from the gray wolf, walked into the town, and found that his brother Vasily had married Yelena the Beautiful, had returned with her from the ceremony, and was sitting with her at the feast. Ivan Tsarevich entered the palace, and when Yelena the Beautiful saw him, she sprang up from the table, kissed him, and cried out, This is my dear bridegroom, Ivan Tsarevich, and not that scoundrel at the table. Then Tsar Vizlav rose from his place and asked the meaning of these words. Yelena the Beautiful told the whole truth, told how Ivan Tsarevich had won her, the golden-maned steed, and the firebird, how his elder brother had killed him while asleep, and how they had terrified her into saying that they had won everything. Tsar Vizlav was terribly enraged at Dmitri and Vasily, and cast them into prison. But Ivan Tsarevich married Yelena the Beautiful, and lived with her in harmony and love, so that one of them could not exist a single minute without the other. End of Ivan Zarevich, The Firebird, and The Grey Wolf by Jeremiah Curtin Read by Jonathan Chasse